Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to roco snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Newscast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on Instagram at snoozecast to find behind the scenes content. If you'd like to get an email once a week with upcoming sleep stories and other news, subscribe to the newsletter at snoozecast.com. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters some of who requested us read tonight's story, and by Glittering Gold Sandals. Tonight, we'll read the opening to The Odyssey from the Samuel Butler translation. It is one of two ancient Greek epic poems attributed to Homer. It is one of the oldest works of literature still read by contemporary audiences. It follows the Greek hero Odysseus also known as Ulysses, king of Ithaca, and his journey home after the Trojan War. After the decade of war itself, his journey lasts for an additional perilous decade. In his absence, he is assumed dead, and his wife Penelope and son Telemachus must contend with a group of rude suitors competing for Penelope's hand in marriage. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Take a few deep breaths. Tell me, O muse, 
of that ingenious hero Ulysses, who traveled far and wide after he had sacked the famous town of Troy. Many cities did he visit, and many were the nations with whose manners and customs he was acquainted. Moreover, he suffered much by sea while trying to save his own life and bring his men safely home. But do what he might, he could not save his men, for they perished through their own sheer folly in eating the cattle of the sun god Hyperion. So the god prevented them from ever reaching home. Tell me, too, about all these things. So now, all who escaped battle or by shipwreck had got safely home, except Ulysses. And he, though he was longing to return to his wife and country, was detained by the goddess Calypso, who had got him into a large cave and wanted to marry him. But as years went by, there came a time when the gods settled that he should go back to Ithaca. Even then, however, when he was among his own people, his troubles were not over. Nevertheless, all the gods had now begun to pity him, except Neptune, who still persecuted him without ceasing and would not let him get home. Now, Neptune had gone off to the Ethiopians, who are at the world's end, and lie in two halves, the one looking west and the other east. He had gone there to accept a great public sacrifice of sheep and oxen and was enjoying himself at his festival. But the other gods met in the house of Olympian Jove, and the sire of gods and men spoke first. It is for Ulysses that my heart bleeds when I think of his sufferings in that lonely island, far away, poor man, from all his friends. It's an island covered with forest, in the very middle of the sea, and a goddess lives there, daughter of the magician Atlas, who looks after the bottom of the ocean and carries the great columns that keep heaven and earth asunder. This daughter of Atlas has got hold of poor, unhappy Ulysses, and keeps trying by every kind of flattery to make him forget his home.